everyone. Welcome to another, <laughs> uh, you're welcome, another episode of the Fiat Podcast featuring Just Another Catholic Girl, aka me, Nora. Um, so here we have two very special guests. We have Lucas. Hi. And we have Gracie. Hey. <laughs> we have two mics and there's three of us. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit, we're a little bit of a struggle here. So um, as a way for the guests to get to know you, how about we say our favorite fast food place for ice? For ice. For ice. Like in terms of ice. That is a challenging question. But do you know what I'm saying when I mean that? When I say that? Yes, but I don't have an answer, unfortunately. Well, okay, then come up with something better for the people to know. Are you going to rap now? No, I'm not going to rap. <laughs> I'm actually not. But if you'd like me to. Maybe That'd be later. pretty hype. Maybe in, when, we, when we talk about rap. Okay. Oh, we're talking about rap? No, later. Well, how, about, how about we talk about a song that we like? You can just say a song that you like and why you like it. First thing that comes to mind instinctually. Can I go to my like Spotify history? Sure. Pull up your Spotify history. But we could also First cut this Spotify. Out. We could, Or we could not. Oh, or we could not. I've just had a lot of songs stuck in my head lately, and it's like makes no sense. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, this will get cut out. Hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Watch me just leave it in. Ooh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking right through. I'm dropping it. Oh, but what was that song that I was listening to? <gasps> okay, you want to go first? Yeah, I do. Okay, Gracie's going to go first, y'all. <laughs> We're also um, currently eating canes, so okay. you're welcome. This maybe isn't, like, my favorite song instinctually, but... Um, one of my friends and I have been thinking a lot about karaoke songs, and mm. yeah, last night we're not um, there yet. Last night, but you can think at, about it now. Um, a Super Bowl party that I was at. Instead of watching the halftime show, we were doing karaoke instead, and I've decided that my go-to karaoke song is "Frozen Heart" from the Frozen soundtrack. Is that um, from one or two? One. Um. <clears throat> and it's like the mining song we've got all like the big tough like miners hmm. it's so funny is that, is that the one at the start yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah. okay now um, i'm seeing the vision. and it it's really funny um it's a really good karaoke song um 10 out of 10 recommend i do it every time somebody mentions karaoke does the karaoke do the like who ha thing like is that on the screen oh yeah Oh, yeah. That's cool. That's pretty dope. And there's also, like, a little tiny interlude in, like, the middle of the song. Um, when <laughs> a little tiny interlude in the middle of the song where um, it's just the music. But you have to, like, d you have to dance in the interlude. Otherwise, it doesn't have the same effect. You have uh, to be, like, okay. oh, sure. yeah. jumping yeah. back and forth. Yeah. You have to put it. Yeah. yeah. Does it? This is great. Does it, like, have the text, like, dance, and, like, it slowly gets filled in by the color? No, but that would be <laughs> That's so lame. iconic. I should make my own, like, karaoke yeah, version should. of it and just do that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With how often I karaoke it, like, necessary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing, Gracie. Do you want to go now? Sure. Okay. Um. Well, one song that I've been listening to a lot recently is How to Save a Life, but the cover <laughs> by Wyatt Flores. So... You know, like, the original song? I think it's by The Fray. I don't really know that song. It's just one of those songs that plays on the radio and, like, you know it, but mm -hmm. you never actually intentionally listen to it. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. This cover is so dope because it's all cool and acoustic. I've really been getting into folk music lately. Ooh, so, okay. Folklore? Um, well, no. <laughs> that was unfortunately. A, that was a joke. 
Yeah. There's there's a song I like off of folklore. I like I like Exile. That's unfortunate. Oh, that's a good folklore, one, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's an that's underrated one. one. Underrated one. Yeah, a lot of people don't. Well, I think I rate it properly. Okay, well you're the only one. Really, I find that hard to believe. People like cardigan. Like cardigan just takes over. There there are definitely like 3.8 billion people, 3.8 million Taylor Swift fans who like that song more than I do. Okay. Who rate it higher than I do? Okay. So. And that's like a very specific. <clears throat> estimate. Yeah, yeah Wait, very specific key, estimate. Not to not to be a hater, but I feel like there are no underrated Taylor Swift songs because there's probably no Taylor Swift song that isn't like tremendously loved throughout the entire world by some great population of people. Even if it's like a small percentage of her fans, yeah. Right, that's I mean, what I'm saying. Like, like by virtue people... of the fact that, this, so like say 1% of Taylor Swift fans like this song, that's like 10,000 people. There are some songs that Taylor Swift fans very much dislike. Oh, do they disagree about that? Yeah, they do. Okay, well then. Um, but uh... I love Twitter, so we're not going to do that anymore. Twitter? I love that app. That app had to go. Okay, my Twitter? favorite song. No. What? I used to be on Twitter, and then I said, Mm-mm. Oh, so you used to get in heated discuss- discussions about, like, Taylor Swift and stuff? No other people would, and I would just watch. Oh, you'd watch them. Okay, and I'd be cool. like, what am I yeah. doing? Okay, so my favorite song actually is not a Taylor Swift song at the current moment. Um, it's not even a Christian Nora. song. It's not even a song Nora. that is on this playlist, which is called The Favorite Seculars. <laughs> I made a new playlist called The Favorite Seculars because they're my favorite secular artists. Mm, so. Yeah. Except NF kind of falls in the middle, but he's in this playlist too. Because, but anyways, we are talking. Yeah, he because he doesn't even claim to be a Christian artist, but he has some Christian songs. But I'm chewing on cane, so it'd be gross if I had to hold the mic. But it's just awkward. I'm being broadcasted chewing to your entire audience. No, I just hold the conversation, and I can say my favorite song. <laughs> okay, sure. Well, forget what I was saying. Apparently, it's not valuable. But what I was gonna say, <laughs> what I was gonna say, is that what NF says is that he is a Christian rapper in the sense that, like, so say you're like a plumber, you wouldn't be like, I'm a Christian plumber. You're just a yeah, plumber who's Christian. A plumber. <laughs> yeah, and so that's his whole thing. Yeah, just thought I'd share that. So yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Let's switch Let's mics. I want that mic back. Oh, you want this one? Okay. Sure. I'll take. Okay. This so mic. my favorite song is actually a Post Malone song, but not from the most recent album. You are better now. Better. It's from Twelve Carat Toothaches. Matt Wazinski. I know you're listening. Shout out, Matt. Um, you have to listen to Twelve Carat Toothaches because I know you haven't yet. Um, but my favorite song on there right now is When I'm Alone. It's a nice screaming in the car kind of rock song. Do you scream it when you're alone? Yeah, in the car. Wow. By myself. Because you predicted it. When I'm alone. You know? Oh. Oh. Okay. Let's get off this topic now. Hey. (laughs) All right. So we're going to talk about a new topic. We are going to talk about a new topic. Let's think hard. I had a good idea before, but then I forgot it. So we're just going to go with this. Let's discuss the Wacky Shack. Sure. So do we want to discuss how it's came to be? Um, you want to discuss like why? Like, Shoot, I want to take that out because I just put it close to my mouth and I was chewing. Run it back! Run it back! Run it back! I'm not saying I did that on purpose, but I did that. Should on I give purpose. Gracie this mic and then give you this mic? No, don't give me a mic because I'm, I'm just. No, but you I'm need to talk about the wacky shack at first. I will take a turn to talk about the wacky shack. Gracie can talk about the wacky shack first. Okay, so first we need to discuss. So this isn't me interesting. This is me saying we gotta discuss. You guys talk about the wacky check, and then we us picking it as a table name. 
So you just want me to talk about well, the no, wacky the wacky shack as a concept before? The yeah, like what we were talking about, but basically okay. while it was like a running joke. Yeah. So hey guys, <laughs> so now we're gonna talk about the wacky shack. Mm. So yeah, I <laughs> um I I would say that this is like kind of how we is it like okay okay whatever. Um, I just am stressed out because of like it doesn't have the filter. It's on fine. It. It's fine. Okay. Um, but I guess this is. Yeah, you gotta like hold it close to your face, but not like pretty but, like... close to my face. It's pretty close to my okay. face. Thank you. Um, I guess this is kind of kind of how we became close. We knew each other before. Was Who knew each other before? All of us. All of us, but to different extents. Yeah. So because true. we not every single person knew every single other person. But every single person in the knew Wacky Shack it. knew one other person at least. Yeah. That is, is a true statement. Yeah. So it was, it was kind of this weird like web of. Yeah, it was well, quite strange. I feel like that's, that's really fun. fun when it's just like a web of people who are interconnected in some way. Because yeah. then like you can create a group dynamic pretty easily. Mm. But it's new and it's fresh and that's fun. <laughs> we want to discuss how everyone knew each other. No. Okay. No, I, feel, I don't that, think that's, that's necessary maybe... for the general listening audience. Cause, like, Never mind general listening audience. Well, because, like, I don't know, there's specific people that concern specific things. So, like, I don't know yeah. that, you know, Stephen Favreau, who's listening right now, Shout necessarily out. would know all these connections. And this wouldn't be relevant to him then. Yeah. Actually, I think he would. And it, okay. Oh, too well. Bad. Um, anyways. <laughs> so, Stephen, I'm not underestimating you. <laughs> uh, i'm sorry i am man. i'm sorry man we are we are underestimating you I'm gracie lucas are underestimating you steven <laughs> um but yeah um for those who are unaware of such a retreat um called teens encounter christ go on it um so true um tech 140 april 5th through 7th Amen. I'm working. Shout out. Um, shout out. Shout out, Annalise. Working, how are you going to make it to tech? <laughs> <laughs> we got to describe what working and making is for like the so people, cool. the people that are like far away in yeah. like Rome, I, like mixed I, friends. I have, what? I have been on this retreat before, and now I am serving this retreat for future retreats. There we go. That's better. Sorry. Goodness gracious. Oh, and I, quote unquote, worked Gracie and Lucas's tech. So, so true. So that means I had been on a previous tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's what tech is. And um, we didn't really describe it at all. No, it's a retreat. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just a retreat. It's a retreat centered on the Paschal Mystery. A retreat centered on the Paschal Mystery. Um, <laughs> we don't know if it's actually centered on the Pascal um, mystery. Yeah, and no, it is. It is. Trust me. For for juniors there. and up. Um, for juniors and up. Adults oh. included. Adults included. Whatever. Shout out OPEC, Whatever. old people in Counter Christ. What? We are all yappers. We are so bad. I know. I feel as if this conversation is having very little focus. Yeah. I know, but um, I think, I feel like <laughs> to structure, we should like have like a structure here. We're like, so we introduce tech and then we each tell our stories yeah, of how we it. got there. That's too much. We don't have more time. So, okay. If, yeah, okay. But if okay. we want to communicate. Short a, story. 
short story. Nora was talking about Taylor Swift. So speaking of short stories. <laughs> Luke and I were talking about Kanye West just to be slightly annoying. But, just to kind of. But also, but also Kanye's hype. I'm not even going to lie. Maybe not recently, but No, whatever. he's not. Maybe not recently. You know, he's had whatever. his moments. Yeah. Um. Anyways, and then somehow this conversation about Kanye West devolved into a conversation. Oh, because I was talking about how I got into listening to Kanye, which happened. Which we're going to talk about later, too. Um, which happened on a drive to <clears throat> uh, Waldemere. Um, this is when you started listening to. After a senior retreat that I went on. What is Waldemere? It is an amusement park in Pennsylvania. Um, Thank you. And we went there for the entire sake of this one ride called the Wacky Shack. Um, it was over an hour drive. Um, and on the way there, we listened to Jesus is King. And on the way back, we listened to Donda. Um, yeah. But we were talking about the Wacky Shack. And then it was announced that we had to pick a table name for the weekend and for our legacy. No, we were talking about the Wacky mm -hmm. Shack like more than just one. Okay. Well, but we were talking about the by the point Anyways, in which. So, as I was saying, <laughs> so we actually talked about the Wacky Shack like ten million thousand times, yeah, and we were like, we, a name. we would no. This was before we even picked a name. We picked a name. You guys Wait, were kept. What? You guys, of course, we talked about the Wacky Shack before we picked a name because okay. the name was the Wacky Shack. You we guys kept it. talking about the Wacky Shack. Yeah. And you just kept bringing it up no matter what was going on. Like, it'd be, like, a serious yeah. conversation. And then they'd be, like, they look at each other and be, like, the wacky shack. Yeah. That's true. So, <clears throat> our end of the table was absolutely geeking about the wacky shack. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I personally had never been on the wacky shack. But I came up with this story that I had. And I was trying to convince <laughs> other. entire weekend. <laughs> yeah, and I was trying to convince table members that I had been on the wacky shack. That I. It, in fact, it was a roller coaster, which had like a little like Home Depot garden shed as the cart, and you you rode around in it, and it was like extremely fast. Which I feel like physics would not permit such a structure to remain uh, to keep its structural integrity as it loops and spins around at hundreds of miles an hour. But nonetheless, I, being the great convincer that I am, sort of convinced them. So, and to those who had already been on the Wacky Shack, specifically Gracie and. Gracie. As Aaron? No. no. <laughs> well, because Aaron's who I was trying to convince. I it was Amanda. Yeah. No. I was the only one there who had been on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's interesting. I, I thought there was at least one other person. No. But yeah. So essentially. There was other people at Tag who had been on the Wacky Shack. That's fair. Our group. That's fair. Yeah. I think that's what I was thinking about. But yeah. So that's what the Wacky Shack is. It's a roller coaster which defies the laws of physics. Yeah, and this just became a meme from Lucas making up stories about it um, in which he just had no idea anything about it. And also, you don't have your phone or a watch or anything on this retreat, so there was no way to look it up. So Lucas was just allowed to fabricate stories for the entire weekend, and you just had to figure out whether or not he was lying about it, and I was the only one who actually knew. Joking. Not lying. Whatever. Joking about it. No lying. Or pranking, even. <laughs> lying. Just immense amounts of tomfoolery. Yeah. So then we picked it as our table name. <laughs> because we could. I think I was the one who mentioned it. Because y'all were like, what if we do this? And I was like, what if we just make it the wacky shot? Oh. And then we had a Bible verse. As oh, yeah, all the tech tables. Bible verse. Well, we don't remember. 
It was I something pretty wacky. I, I don't remember off the top of I heard it was wacky. Did you hear that too? Some folks say that, yeah. It was from Revelations. and It was, it was something verse, with the eyes. It was that verse talking about the four elders and like... Something had 10,000 um, eyes. Yeah, and um, how the angels in heaven um, worshipped the Lord day and night and... Um, night and day. Yeah, so true. That song's... I'll put that in the link. <laughs> so cute. Aww. You don't understand um, that this is me being cringy to be funny. Okay. You're welcome. Cringy. Cringy. That's not what I heard either, but I just I just went with it. Cringy to be okay. funny. I, I would just say be critic. Be cringy. That's what I heard too. But I okay. Anyways. Like, mm-hmm. So well, if we both heard it and you didn't hear it, then I think you're right. Um, it's like that time when I thought that Dominic had told me had talked was talking about me, but he was actually talking about you. Yeah. But then I spent a month Hi, wondering. Hi Dominic. Can't hear hi, you. Dominic. We're gonna cut this out probably. God. Well, we well, want to say hi to him. We'll have to we'll have to bring him up later. Yeah, we'll have to bring up later. We'll bring we'll bring him up later. We'll circle back because this makes no sense to the conversation, and I don't want to drag him through the mud. <laughs> but not I can drag the him mud. through the mud. This is a very noble topic, but I can drag him through the mud with y'all, but not on the podcast. Whoa, you think it's okay to hey do talk it wrong to, if no one's looking? Yeah, talk behind. Yeah. talk about him behind his back. Well, no, he's already brought it up to that's me. That's gossip. He's brought it up to me before. It's gossip. You have gossip. You know who gossips so much? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Ooh, get pranked. Lol. LOL. Okay, homies. We're on podcast. Ooh, okay, so we were talking about seminarians. Oh. We were talking Wait, about a seminarian. We were talking about wacky shack. Yeah, but now we're moving on. Wait, but, we did, but there was no conclusion. <laughs> so that was our table name, was the wacky shack. Yeah. That's how we know each other. That's how we got close was that retreat weekend. Yeah, it was a really fun weekend. And shout out to the entire wacky shack. So currently we have Grace, Nora, and Lucas here. Gracie, yeah, did I say Grace? Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we have we have Grace and Nor. <laughs> Nor and Luke. <laughs> and Luke, yeah. No, we have Gracie, Nor, and Lucas here. And our other, <laughs> our other members are Amanda, Graham, and Aaron. So shout out Amanda, Graham, and Aaron. I hope Amanda, you're listening. Graf and Ur. Ama, Ur, and Grr. Grr. Graf. Oh my gosh, Grandma. Graham. Ah. Graham. Ah. <laughs> Do you remember that? With Jake? When we pretended to like. <laughs> the trial? When we put. Who did we put on trial? Was Jake on trial? Oh, oh yeah, Grandma. <laughs> yeah, Jake was on trial. Shout out, Jake. Dude, he got killed by. Jake, Wait, who Jake's killed him? Killed him? Was it you who killed him? Um, It was either me. No, no, because it was Dominic, but not no, but our Dominic, Dominic, the other Dominic. It was Dominic Greco, and I, 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 I shout out prosecutor. I but he, he killed, prosecutor. he killed Jake to get rid of him. The story got so distorted. I, <laughs> so, I'm pretty sure somebody who wasn't even like a suspect ended up being the. Yeah, there was a lot going on. It was awkward. It was there was a. I think they tried to bring me into it. They tried to bring me into it, and I was just like, I'm just suspect. Like I'm just watching from the courtroom. I was the honest judge. You were. So, yeah. Okay, let's move on now. Okay. Let's talk about being friends with Seminarian. You're going to have to Ooh. edit this so bad. I'm good. It's okay. I'm good at that. Yeah. Can I talk about it? Um, I mean, you are a Seminarian, so yes. you can talk so about be, it, yeah, I guess. I can be friends with myself. Hi, Lucas. You're a good friend. Aw, thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'll keep that one in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. Do you actually want to talk about something? No, you can start the discussion because I don't really know what we're actually saying here. We're talking about how the heck do you be friends with seminarians when you're not in the seminary. 
But also, okay, well, I, Lucas I, is I, in the I, seminary. I you don't. <laughs> so oh we're not your I'm friends? Just kidding, I'm just kidding. No. Oh. I think they can understand sarcasm. Maybe not. Maybe not. Some people are comment down below if you can understand. Comment in the comments if you can understand sarcasm. Well, how are they going to do that if this part gets cut out? Awkward. It might stay. You never know. No. Yes. I'm going to use my my seminary powers to cut it out. So. I'll text Father Pat and ask him if it's okay to keep it in. No. <laughs> I'm going to call up the Pope. The Pope? Yeah. I'll call up the Bishop. I actually wow. Laser really? No, you didn't. No, she's making it up. She, she, has, she can't Well, lie. this is a story we are about to hear. Yeah. Um, so I was in Rome in November, right? And we were, we were actually staying in a hotel that was to some extent associated with the Vatican. I don't exactly know how, um, but it was like as close as you could possibly be to like be inside Vatican City without being in Vatican City. And you walk down this hill and you were right in St. Peter's Square. So we spent a lot of time around the Vatican. Um, and there was just this one day when we were in St. Peter's Square. Um, and no matter where you go in the Vatican, you have to, like, go through security and everything. And because it's, like, its own sovereign country, you have to, like, check passports and everything, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, you, like, go through security. We're just, like, hanging out in St. Peter's. I shouldn't say hanging out. It's, like, it's a very holy place. Um, but we were walking around. We were, like, yeah, we were, like, praying at all of the altars and all the relics of the saints and everything. Um, we didn't have mass in like the main part, but yeah, we were we were around St. Peter's for like a significant amount of time throughout our trip. Um, and one of the days, um, the Pope just comes out and he's like, "Yo, like, do you like want want to play laser tag with me?" Because this was like around the time of like, uh, what? Is, not to be confused with World Youth Day, but it's like the World yes. Youths or something. I don't actually remember. Somebody, no, no, this is real. Somebody. Um, anyways, so we were playing laser tag, and I also ding dong ditched the Pope. It was crazy. I Whoa, just, we, that yeah, is a really fun story that yeah, you should have seen tell. his face. It was crazy. Yeah, you are telling. Um, but yeah, we were. Wait, uh, you see, seen his face? Yeah. He came out. Yeah. What? I also saw him in Portugal multiple times. I've been like ten feet away from the Pope. That's crazy. He was when we were in Portugal. He was staying a block away from where I was staying. Did you get him in laser tag? Did you hit yeah, him? Yeah, I did. Dude, yeah. that is so cool. Yeah. yeah. That'll, that'll be a fun one to tell the, yeah, tell so the future generations. So then, this is actually really funny because like I came home from Rome, right? And um, I went to the Diocesan Youth Advisory Council meeting, and we were playing laser tag. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, Gracie, I like... I bet she's good at it. I bet she was practicing in Rome. Like, I bet she, like, played laser tag with the Pope. And I'm like, you want to know what's crazy? <laughs> it's like, it, like, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and they're like, dude, I bet you ding-dong ditched him, too. And I said, yeah. No way. No way. Yeah, this is real. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I just, there's just, like, certain moments you had. There was a lot of good graces on that trip, for sure, yeah. Like ding-dong um, ditching the Pope? Yeah. But, yeah, play, playing laser tag with the Pope was definitely a highlight. So, yeah, that's a funny story. 
<laughs> I don't actually remember how we got on this topic, but that's okay. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Join y'all. Okay. Nora, have you ever played laser tag with the Pope? No. Can't say that you have. Uh, yeah, neither have I. Well, at least one of us, I guess. So how do you be friends with seminarians? Wait, oh. Cool. <laughs> <clears throat> so the seminary actually does this really fun thing every Thursday. It's 7.30 p.m. Is that true? My life's... Yeah, um, it's called Mass. And once a month, they do this fun thing called R&R, mm -hmm. which starts at 6.45. 6.45. Oh, yeah. Um, and everyone's welcome. And there's socials after. So fun. Um, mass and for R&R, &R, they also have adoration. So hype. Um, I... I would say I actually don't do anything with my life, but that's absolutely not true. My life is very busy. Um, but every Thursday that I'm not busy, um, you can catch me at the seminary, I guess. Um, hype. Um, also, another, so that's one way to be besties with all the seminarians um, is go to that. And then you can also hang out with the rest of us because we're all so cool. Um, yeah. Eh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. Um, you guys are great. Yeah, but we're like also cool. Um, and another way that I've become best friends with a lot of the seminarians is through Life Teen. Shout out, shout, shout out, out Life Teen. Shout out, we got to shout, shout out, out specific seminarians. Whoa, shout out Life Teen. Dude, I shout love out that. Lucas. Thank you. Aww. Shout out Matt. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out Steven. Oh yeah. Vavro, because there were like five of them. Wait, which one, Steven or Vavro? Steve, Steve Vav. <laughs> <laughs> Vav. Um, yeah. And shout out. Oh, shout out Noah, my bestie. Oh my goodness. Hi, and also shout out Andrew Bendahan. Oh yeah, I forgot There's about something him. that I forget all about of you, these Bendy. seminarians have in common, actually, which is kind of crazy, but they've all been core members at my life team. Um, what? That's so weird. So yeah, that's step, step number um, two. Step number 585. Yeah. Why both of you said, life team members specifically named those people. <laughs> what did you say? He's, he's just being funny. Okay. You can cut that out. I'll cut yeah. that out. <laughs> I wasn't actually listening to you, and then it got really awkward. I was like, wait, what? Um, huh? Yeah, so basically go to Life Teen, and sometimes seminarians will pop in, and sometimes they pop in weekly, which is kind of hype. Yeah, just sometimes. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, let me spit. I love Life Teen. So as a child, I – well, not as a child. As a high schooler, which is very different than being a child, I think. I went to Life Teen. And it was pretty life-changing, and it was really good. And if you're looking for a good life teen, St. Basil life teen's a pretty good one. But St. Francis life teen is great okay, as well. Lucas, if we're going to talk about life teens, then we well, got to get on topic of Can I explain my story of life teen? Let's switch mics because I don't even have this one. <laughs> Feel free to explain. Hmm. I don't actually have a story. No, um, Never mind. <laughs> no, I don't know. It, life teen was just a very beneficial experience in my life. I, I highly recommend it. That's all. Okay, all right. keep the I'm mic. I don't think of a story, but I don't really have anything. Keep the mic. Nothing. Nothing that's like keep thirty seconds worth of keep the mic of content. I could tell you like a twenty minute story. So yeah, there are a lot way of too long. no. Yeah, there are. If it was just you episode, we could do that. Um, but it's not. <laughs> Unfortunately, Rats. it's not. Everything's ruined. Next time, um, <laughs> just me, no Nora. On the podcast, just Lucas no on host. Nora's podcast. Honestly, hi guys. Honestly, hi guys. It's just another Catholic girl here. I'm Lucas Torres, <laughs> your host. Your host. Your host, Lucas Torres. 
Um, wait, what was I saying? Oh, first I was going to say something about life teams. There's a lot of them in this good old Cleveland area. Like Cleveland metropolitan area because we're so sick. Um, I... Yeah, the Diocese of Cleveland. It's a um, distinction. I went to St. Barnabas. Shout out Northfield. Yeah, Ooh, in Macedonia. I'm just kidding. Northfield's great. I love... Like, shout out Graham, who goes to St. Barnabas. Shout out, shout out Nick, who goes to St. Barnabas. Shout out Nate, who is now the seminarian at St. Barnabas. Well, yeah, but you just got shouted out. You're not a seminarian at St. Barnabas. Nate! Oh, Nate. Nate. I, said, oh, I thought you said me. <laughs> okay, I was, Nate, I was talking about you, home slice. Yeah, shout out Nate. Shout out... Shout out Monica Mangos. Shout out Jake Cermak. He's not a seminarian. Shout there, out Jake Cermak. Like, shout like, out Alex Krukemeyer. Is, is, is Jake from Barnabas? I don't no, think he, he is. There, um, yeah, he just goes there a lot. And Alex was there over the summer. That's right. That's what, That's why I'm connecting them. Shout out Alex. Shout out Alex. Got promoted to Apocalyte. Alex is a dog. Also go to random seminarian events like the Apocalyte thing and basketball. Acolyte, you mean Acolyte? <laughs> I can't say I can't talk. Apocalyte. That's what I thought it was. Okay, nothing. What does Apocalypse mean? The apocalypse is coming and we need more priests, so they're making them priests faster. <laughs> oh, good call. Well, never mind. Anyways, <laughs> so go to random seminary events um, and then be like, hey guys, you want to go to Sheets? Or, hey guys, are we going to go to dinner? You want to come? When just make Whoa, it with all wait, your that's friends. That's so unclear. Are we going to go to dinner? You want to come? Like, yeah. we are going to go to dinner? You want to come? Yeah, but like, my example is me... For Saturday, me, Melina, and Annalise were talking. We were like, yeah, oh, we right. have to leave. We have to go to dinner. You're right. And then Billy, Stephen, Chris, and Daniel, Jordan, were – we got to be specific, specific with our Daniels. Um, we're all That's there. That's true. There are, several, there are several Daniels in seminary. There are now several Daniels, yes. There are three of them. So anyways, you're, you're good. You're good. You're good. My roommates are chill. The only one that's going to come in here is Jenna. What are you doing? <laughs> no, Lucas. Lucas. <laughs> yeah, do that again. I protect this back. house. Put <laughs> <Run> it back. <laughs> hey, guys. No, you got to film me now. No. Hey, guys. Um, we're just here with our... Swifters. Our Swifters Swifters. and our Seminarians. Like Swifters. Ah! <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about. So, anyways, me and Melina and Annalise were like, "Oh, we're gonna go to dinner." Also, and Melina and Annalise are two of my best friends. Y'all have heard both of them on this podcast before. You're welcome. Unless they um, didn't listen to those specific episodes. Oh, hello. Which they didn't. Who is it? It's Jenna. Hello. Jenna, say hi to the podcast. Hello. That might go in. I don't know. <laughs> That's Jenna. Say hi. Hi, Wait, Jenna. What's up? We're going off mic.
You want to know something funny? Why do none of the seminarians have a podcast? Well, anymore. Well, actually, would you like me to explain? Any is this a Father Pat thing? Well, it's not a Father Pat thing. Uh, it's just in general, like the seminary wants to make sure that the seminarians are representing the seminary uh, well. So you'd have to get permission to get a podcast, and you'd have to run it by, um, you know. What about like set the Mormon seminary podcast? Like, Did, was that ever a thing? No, but why isn't it? Um, I just don't think we really have the time to do that. And nor is there that much passion in house to do it. Because if someone really wanted to, I'm sure they could. Yeah. But we don't really have someone currently, as far as I'm aware, who really wants to do a podcast. Seminarians? Now's your time. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Matt. Shout Matt? out Charlie. Charlie. Jack Cheese podcast. Charlie. Shout out my favorite episode, which has Connor Flanagan on it. Oh my gosh. That episode's so good. Yeah. Also the one with Bonnie. I haven't heard that one. You're the one with Nate? Nope. <gasps> you only listen to the one with Connor? Switch back. I don't know why I keep switching it. No, because Lucas only has 25 minutes. Lucas only has 25 minutes, and we haven't made it through half the topics on the list. Says the guy who wanted a structure. Wacky Shack's real. Oh, yeah. Well, the Wacky Shack, the wacky shack is, is real. So you're I've literally been on it. Your definition of the Wacky Shack is not. Well, so let's, what do we define by real? Because conceptually, it is real. Never Intelligible mind. matter is still real. Okay, never mind. We're not going to talk about philosophy now. That's not, not what this podcast is for. The only thing I'm good for, Nora. Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm going to um, call for. Philosophy. What were we talking about before? Does anyone remember? Nope. Okay. Guess we'll go to a new topic. Hey guys, now we're going to talk about rap music. So, uh, Lucas, here you go. What would you like me to say about rap music? Whatever you want. Some, some people think that rap music cannot be Christian. Well... I think that in a statement like that, we're going to have to, like, try to cut this part out. <laughs> okay, so some people think that, some people think that 
rap music can't be Christian. What do you mean, like the genre rap music, or like as a Christian you can't listen to mainstream rap music? Both. Well, I think that as a genre of music, that's just factually false because there is Christian rap music that exists, and some of it's really good, and some of it's very corny. But you just have to find the right stuff. Um, and in terms of listening to secular music, my personal or just any rap, literally just any. Yeah. Any rap. Well. Well, the thing is, there's like a huge, there's a very broad range, because there's some rap songs which are pretty much entirely clean and glorifying God, even though they're in the secular space, uh, and there's some which are, you know, very, very bad. And the personal rule of thumb I go by is, Christian, know thyself. Like, what can I handle? What's going to benefit, um, like me spiritually? And what isn't good for me? What's gonna hurt my soul? Mm-hmm. So okay, let's talk about let's talk about some specific artists, potentially. So let's talk about Gracie. You can be on these conversations too. Let's let's talk about Lucas Anthony. Well, that's a good one. Actually, I really like his music. Really? If I were to make songs, that's not true. The new song "All In" released on Friday. Well, why did no one tell me? Well, so okay. So funny enough, Did like I was, that? I recorded that one. She didn't even know. Yeah, well, I recorded that one a long time ago, and then I was gonna put it out during Christmas break. Yeah, I was like, I let me let me give that. myself some time. So I put it out for a date in February, but I didn't remember which date. And I, I don't know, life just got busy. I'm like, I guess it'll probably release at some point. And so my cousin texts me, he's like, "Hey, your song is out." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's pleasant." Okay, everyone, go check out Lucas Anthony. What is it called? All In? All In. Uh, released last Friday. Haven't even heard it myself, but I bet it's good. It's a good song. Also, go listen to Men Something and watch the video. Look Who recorded that video? My cousin Dominic. Shout out Dominic Sullivan. Shout out Lucas's cousin Dominic, not the seminarian Dominic. But maybe seminarian Dominic one day. But maybe, maybe not. One day. No pressure, man. He's like a brother, though. Listening to this. He's like, you and him are pretty much brothers. Oh, shout out seminarian. I think I meant my cousin Dominic. Shout out. Yeah. Wait, yeah. like, like in are, we my talking, mind, are, we, are we talking about like currently seminary and Dominic or yeah, currently my cousin? Seminary oh, Dominic. okay, yeah, yeah. Like in my yeah, mind, shout I out Dominic Cachera. Like, when I see Lucas, I also see Dominic. You know, except for when you're at Francis, then it's like yeah, another round. Yeah, oh. Gracie isn't even listening to this conversation anymore. Okay, let's now talk about. Let's think about some other artists that rap other than you, even though you are a good rapper. Well, I was gonna say that. Never mind. <laughs> like this whole, this talk... whole podcast thing is it's very challenging. Let's talk about NF. Okay. What do we think? Well, you don't have to personally. Like, I personally, and this is, this is all just personal okay. opinions, I think NF is a very skilled rapper. I'm not the biggest NF fan, though. But why? Because, like, well, number one, my freshman year of high school, <laughs> I used to listen to NF all the time. He was my favorite. And then I got really depressed because his music is all depressing. His music is that's all the thing. depressing. Like, Except for Hope. Hope is not as depressing. Yeah. Well, but it's okay. less depressing. Here's the, well, yeah. Yeah. There, I have some thoughts on the album Hope. But here's the thing. Like with NF, like a lot of the times people listen to him because it's like, oh, here's someone who relates to me. This will help me feel better. Mm, that hasn't been what it's been in my experience. And if that's your experience, you know, good for you. I'm happy Put it in you. the comments. But my experience has been like this can help validate my emotions. But then you you know you listen to an inordinate amount and it's like oh man, it's just making my emotions be propagated and increased. So sometimes you gotta feel your feelings because you like you know you like bury them all behind a wall and you're like this needs to come out somehow. So I'm gonna play a really depressing NF song and lay on the ground and cry. Well, and then I feel like it almost it, it can create feelings that aren't even there because you're like 
man, mm. I'm just I'm just so sad. Uh, and like, yeah, but I mean, I don't want to. What I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about when you're already feeling sad. Yeah, maybe cut this part. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I know, but yeah, yeah. So personally, I don't currently listen to a whole lot of NF. But like, in some ways, he's a skilled rapper. But also, some of his bars aren't the best. I don't know. He, I, I feel like I have very mixed opinions about him because like. Sometimes I'm like, man, this guy's insane. He is such an excellent artist. And other times I'm like, I don't know. I just don't mess with. Do this. you have examples of songs or albums or general- that I like? I, I like Careful. That's NF Feet Corday. Um, I'm I, thinking about like when you think of like this is mid or like this is pretty good. Um, I think some of the songs on the search I'm not a huge fan of. <gasps> that was um, the album when I started getting into NF. So well, I have to well no, <gasps> me too. Me too. And like, uh, I'm just like Returns. I'm not a big fan. Returns of, goes crazy. Which one? Returns. I yeah, I do like it. Dude, Returns was freshman year of high school. That I can wrap that whole thing. What is perfect? Not me. I've been overworking for. Weeks. Yeah, that's what. And that's so <laughs> really copyrighted. That's, that's the one where he, people think he dissed Eminem because he goes drop. Uh, there's something about the word team. He's like drop the T and no, a. that's not one they think he dissed. T- no, 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 Eminem. There was another part. What part? Well, hang on. Let, let me, okay. She goes, drop the T and A. Sometimes it feels like it's, it's only, only me. me. But what the people say is that if you just drop the T and A, it becomes M. And then he's like, gosh, I haven't listened to this Notably, song Notably. Well. No, 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 but I have it right if you're, you're quoting, quoting me. me. That's when they thought he – Yeah, no, and that's what I mean. Gotta so, have it right if you're quoting me. Yeah, write, my name on, write your name on my hate list. Something yeah, like exactly, it. exactly. So basically – and then he talks about like shooting him out of the sky like an airplane or something. Yeah, pa, pa, pa. Yeah. And that's when you have to be like – yeah, and it, it's it's interesting because it's contested whether or not he was kind of clawing back at Eminem. Uh, but also Eminem literally name-dropped him in a song. In so, some ways. So what Eminem said in his songs, no, he says, uh, he calls, he refers to an effing recovery clone of me. And see, that's yeah, a really clone clever bar. of me. Well, here's the thing. Well, yeah, because a lot of people compare NF to Eminem, but that's such a clever bar because an effing, like effing, as yeah. in like the F word, but yeah. he doesn't say it. Yeah. Because NF. Doesn't use swear words. Yeah. So he censors himself, but yeah. also in that he says N effing. Yeah. That's so smart. Like, that's really cool. And Kanye just name drops Taylor Swift. Yeah. So would you like to talk about that? We can talk about Kanye. He's on the list of well, things. Well, could you talk about Kanye name dropping Taylor Swift? Should we go all the way back? What do you mean? Like, all, all the way back? back. Well, could you explain the lore? Because, quite frankly, of, of Kanye. And Taylor Swift, because I don't know all of it, but I know some of it. Here's what I know, and I probably don't know everything. I'm just um, essentially, and Taylor, oh my god, wait, this guy. Hello! Mm. Is it back now? Nope. Well, we don't know how long this has been out, but my mic is back now. Nope, it's back again. Okay, well, now we only have one mic. So we only have one mic now. <laughs> no, because it's not going to sound as good. And it'll go from good quality to like, hello, everybody, welcome to the VM podcast. And then we're like, hello, everybody. Yeah. Oh, what did I say earlier? Maybe we should go. We have literally like 10 minutes, so we have to get through this. I used to have, not used to have, so.
Ten minutes. Ten minutes, humans. So now we're going to talk about Kanye and Taylor. What? That's the one's broken. I don't know what we're going to have, but we're going to have something. Okay, maybe we just sat down on the real podcast with the we made along the way. <laughs> on the Wacky Shack. Yeah. Also like along the way of okay, so. watching. That's not, you can't even hear that on the, that mic is dead. That mic is dead. Okay, so now we're going to talk about Kanye and Taylor Swift. So, um, basically it all started, it all started in 2009. Taylor Swift wins something at the VMAs. She won the best video award. And basically Kanye thought Beyonce should have won, which, okay, fair, Beyonce, but also Taylor Swift. So then Kanye, with their friends. So all of a sudden, Kanye goes up on the stage. Taylor Lautner, her boyfriend at the time, behind her. Like, what the fuck is going on? We're going to cut that out. Don't worry. What the bad word is going on? I go to college, people. Okay, I go to college, too. At the seminary. No, at John Carroll University. They can't hear you. At John Carroll University. At John Carroll University. And the seminary. Okay, so all of a sudden, so Kanye comes out of nowhere and takes the mic from Taylor as she's trying to give her acceptance speech. What? We'll keep going. Once you're done, I have a question. Okay, and she is like, and Kanye is like, just so you know, Beyonce should have won. And Taylor's like, and um, Taylor Lautner's like, and they're all just like. Who's Taylor Lautner? Taylor Lautner. Who's Taylor Lautner? Twilight. I don't know what that means. Do you know what Taylor Lautner? So essentially, all of our mics died. Now we're recording from the phone because well, everything else broke. Story. So, here's the thing. As you can see here, Shana, you've never seen me with these two before. As you can hear, the audio quality is significantly different now. And you can hear a lot of reverberations and stuff, you know? Like, you can hear that we are in a room currently. So, here's the thing. Yeah, we're in a room. I had this we're issue. Not in the void in case anyone's <laughs> In case you're wondering. Wait, so should we I, all, like, stand around it, like, hello, welcome? No, this is good. <laughs> I don't want to stand up. <laughs> so, like, hello. So, a few years ago, uh, I, I had this same dilemma. You know, I record songs, so I had my little microphone. But you could really hear the room, and that's not a good spot to be in. So, I designed this, this little thing podcast. called the Sound Cube. And so, what it is, is it's a wooden box that's filled with acoustic foam. And there's a hole in the front with a pop filter. So, you insert the microphone, you speak into it, and bam, it sounds... A little bit more studio-like than, like, you're in a, a room with lots of reverberations. And it's very useful, and I use it all the time. And so it actually won me an award, uh, actually $6,000 worth of scholarship, which was really awesome. Because it entered into the, like, I entered it along with a business plan, 
into the Believe in Hio STEM business competition. Uh, yeah, and wow. it was very exciting. Wow. Was, everyone in our econ class had the opportunity to do that. That's cool. Shout out Dathan Cole. He was my econ teacher. Yeah. And you might cut that out because that's not relevant to what we're talking about. And we were also name dropping so many random people. This is crazy. That's we are, but the they average, can... Well, but what about your listeners in California who are going to be like... Actually, do you have a friend in California who will probably be listening to this? Yeah, she's going to be like... No, him. He's going to be like, who's Aaron? Who's Dathan Cole? Yeah, he'll, he'll be... Solomon, who's Dominic Seminarian? Who he, he'll be playing he's this on his... It's good to hear that you're listening. I just wanted to say I hope you're doing well. Uh, and I'm praying for you. Who the heck you are. Well, it's okay. I guess I'll pray for him. That's true. So on that note. So on that note, <laughs> let's talk about trads versus not trads. Okay, what happened to the, the Taylor Swift conversation? We, honestly, that conversation's going nowhere. What? I'm getting targeted real quick. I can feel it. But no, I, no this, I want this to be like an actual conversation about like well, I'm not being, being more trad versus like more charismatic. Or being both or being whatever. So you don't want to talk about either. Yeah. I feel like I feel like this oh, isn't oh, fair representation because I'm not on the trad side either. But like I mean, I, veiling, like I the mean, kneel, standing up kneeling. Like, I wouldn't consider myself bad. Are you a frequent Latin mass hey, attender? Hey squad. Um, yeah, I am a frequent Latin yeah. mass attender. Really? At least at least once a week. That's a rather traditional thing. To yeah, do. it is. And also yeah. veil wearing. So yeah, I do that sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, here's my thing. I, my whole big personal, I don't know. I don't know what the word is. I just, personally, I don't, I don't know. I don't. (laughs) No, we are. No. Personally, I. No. Continue. Um, yeah, so. I think there's a huge polarization in the church about being trad, quote unquote, or being like charismatic, like as if they're teams and as if they're like opposites. But like at the end of the day, we're all Catholic and there's not one correct way to practice Catholicism. There's not one correct way to practice Christianity. Um, Because... what I've noticed is that people who tend to be more charismatic place me in this like box of traditionalism and people who tend to be more traditional place me in this box of charismaticism. Okay. Um, so it's like I don't really like fit in, mm-hmm. in like either place um, because I'm the opposite to each like side, quote unquote. I don't like to say sides because we're all the body of Christ. Um, <laughs> there's not teams. Um, but like, there's absolutely just like so much beauty in the tradition of the church. Um, the church is 2000 years old. Like That's an awesome thing. And there's things that have been practiced since the Catholic church was founded in 33 AD. And there's things that we've picked up along the way and I don't think it's fair to write off all of those older things because they're old. But I also don't think it's fair to completely write off the new things as well. And with like charismaticism, as people like call it, I think there's still so much tradition in that. Mm-hmm. 
Um, just like, yeah, from like acts and things where that is like 60s AD. That's older than the Latin Mass, which. Yeah. Um, the Latin Mass, oh goodness. My 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 history is failing me, but the num the it's somewhere in the one thousands. <laughs> it, wow. I, I don't want to say anything wrong, but <laughs> it's somewhere in the one somewhere between one thousand and and before nineteen fifty five. I can tell you that much. Nineteen fifty four. Um, but. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's just, there's so much tradition all around, and I don't think it's fair to write off one thing or another, um, because we base our, we base our faith off of both scripture and tradition, um, so, yeah, um, the Holy Spirit is present in everything, well, not, well, (laughs) and in all theologically sound ways to practice Catholicism, the Holy Spirit is present. So basically, yeah. <laughs> so basically most ways. Yeah, in lots of ways. In many ways. <laughs> um, so just because some, somebody practices Catholicism differently than you do doesn't, like, Neither in one box or the doesn't other. mean they're wrong. Yeah. No. Just because something's different doesn't mean it's wrong. That was a rant. I that was a very needed rant, though. I think I think the podcast listeners need to hear that, including my own grandparents, both sets. Shout out, Grandma. Well, Tay, Poppy, Nana, Papa. <laughs> is there anything you would like me to say? Is there anything you would like to say? No. Okay, Lucas is leaving it at that. I'll cut this out. <laughs> so now we're going to talk. Do we? Ha- do you have time? Uh, yeah, I have two minutes of time. <laughs> Let's talk really quickly about Kanye. What? <laughs> no, we're going back to him. We're we're getting off the Taylor Swift train and going back to Kanye, just Kanye as an artist, and why you guys liked him, and then why he's going downhill. Well, because here's the thing. So when Kanye, so when Kanye went Christian in 2019 and released Jesus and King, Jesus is King. I was pretty excited, and I wasn't super into my faith at the time. And some of the songs, I was like, this is not good music. Um, so, like, I liked it, especially Use This Gospel I was really into back then. And, like, you know, I had a faith, so I'm like, this is cool. Um, but then I got way more into my faith. And then it was like, whoa, this is mega, because Kanye West is one of the biggest stars in the world. And he is putting out Christian music. This is super cool. Because a, a big challenge for me was when I, I first started following the faith, I'm like, all right, let me try to purify what I'm listening to. Um, and so uh, after being interested in Christian rap for a long time, you know, I found the good, the good artists and the good songs, but I started out with this Christian rap essentials playlist on Apple music, which sucks. If you want to get into Christian music, don't use that playlist. Um, but then it was like, okay, well, Kanye is putting out music and he's a, he's a Christian now. So this is great. Um, so I remember being super excited for when Donda came out because as well it was going to be more of a trap album as compared to Jesus is King, which I don't really know what genre I would call it. I mean, it, it's, it's part gospel, but also part rap. Yeah, it's like it's like a funny mix of gospel and rap, but it's not gospel rap, which is a, a different genre. Um, so I was super excited about that, but at the same time, uh, obviously his newer music is not is no longer glorifying God, which is personally just a, a very sad thing. Yeah. Like, I, I, miss, I miss being able to, 
to listen to his music. And I think even at the time of Donda, um, you could kind of tell that things were starting to, to go downhill. But, I mean, you know, we can just pray for him and hope that he's, uh, he returns to the Lord. Lucas, I guess you could say you miss the old Kanye. <laughs> now we're going to come back after Lucas leaves. Okay, Lucas. Wait, can you stay? Okay, Lucas, say goodbye. Goodbye, podcast. I hope you're doing well. Uh, good being with you. Adios. Okay, now we're going to walk Lucas outside. I said hi. Now we're going to walk Lucas outside. Okay, everyone. We're really out of breath. <laughs> Because we just walked up the stairs backwards. Yeah. Don't ask. <laughs> Sometimes you, you just gotta do it. You just gotta. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, now that Lucas is not here. Bye, Lucas. He's gonna have to listen to this part all by himself later. Lucas. Love you. <laughs> wow, that was really depressing. Adios. I guess. Yeah. See you another day, I think. <laughs> so, anyways, Gracie. How do you live your faith authentically in high school? And you can answer this in any way you want to. And if you need me to ask better questions, I'll think of some. <laughs> Should I just kind of like maybe go through my testimony a little bit? Sure, that works. I think we, we got time. Yeah, I don't have anywhere to be. <laughs> I think that's probably the best way to tackle this is just to kind of go through my testimony a little bit. Because um, like growing up... Um, like, I was raised Catholic, but um, my faith was, like, the faith was never super important to my family. Um, <clears throat> we went to Mass on Sundays, kind of up until, like, second grade, because um, I was dancing competitively, so we would have conventions all weekend, and it would become impossible to go to Mass. Um, and then it just, I don't know. It just, when it became inconvenient, it just kind of, like, fell out of line. I was still going to Catholic school at the time, so, I don't know. It's just, like, the weird thing with, like, Catholic school. This is, this is kind of a tangent. I won't get into it, but with Catholic schools, it's, like, you spend so much money and so many hours in those schools, but you never actually foster, like, a relationship with Jesus, (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is hard, Um, and it's definitely a struggle, um, and I love to see how, um, like, the Lord is moving in the Catholic schools, especially recently, especially since since I've graduated, uh, grade school, um, I only spent one year in a diocesan high school, but that's where we're (laughs) we're getting to, but it took me up until the summer of 2019, um, going into my eighth grade year, I'm a senior in high school, (laughs) by the way, um, but yeah, when I was going into eighth grade, where I first encountered the Lord, um, well, maybe it was before that, but <laughs> I got, um, my first encounter with the Lord was probably in November of 2018, actually, but I didn't realize it until later, um, where at my school, we had a retreat by Damascus Catholic Mission Campus, hey. <laughs> um, but that's, like, that retreat, it was, like, during the school day, but that was, like, the first experience I ever had where I was, like, the Lord's actually real and, like, moving in my life maybe a little bit. That's, that, that was kind of, like, I guess the disposition of my heart rather than, like, an actual realization I had at that point. Um, 
but looking back on it I can kind of see like that shift um but I was just like this is like fun and it's not just like sitting in religion classes in school for like 10 Mm -hmm. years Mm -hmm. and like and like going to mass that I don't understand and I think is boring and stuff like that and that like there's actually more to this faith than I realized I guess um so then I went to Catholic youth summer camp that summer and that like radically changed my life so uh Vinita May Oh, yeah. E-force. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, is that this year's? No, I don't think so. Every five uh, years? Seven. Seven. Mm, yeah. No, I, it might. I think it'll be... I think this year is uh, Veni Sancti Spiritus. Uh, okay. Because that's the only one I haven't had, I think. <clears throat> mm, yeah. um but yeah that week radically changed my life for the better um like I my life was a complete 180 this is less about my testimony but that's like probably necessary background um but like I just lived I mean I was in middle school I wasn't doing anything like horrendous but I always think like well yeah but it's harder when you can't drive and you don't have income and things like that (laughs) and you're still young and it's less common for your friends, I think, to be doing crazy things. Yeah, um, just more of like a means thing, but yeah. So I wasn't doing anything horrendous, but like, I the way I've always thought of it is like, if I was going into high school the way that I was, I would have been. It would have not have been good. <laughs> um, and just like the, my general disposition was not great. And the way I treated other people wasn't great. Um, but yeah, like going into eighth grade, um, like these kids who have gone to school with me for like 10 years are like noticing you are a completely different person um, than like seventh grade Gracie at like the end of the school year. Um, and that was kind of a fun thing to, like, just be able to witness to the gospel, um, like, among them. Where it's, like, it's not even necessarily, like, when I was in eighth grade, it wasn't necessarily anything that I, like, did explicitly. Um, but just, like, them seeing this radical change in just, like, my spirit um, and that, like, I carry joy with me. And, like, even when things weren't necessarily great, but just, like the shift in my heart and the shift in the way I acted and the shift that in, like, the way that I treated them. Like, even the, my friends and the people that, like, I loved being around, um, there was still just, like, a significant change in all of that when I had, like, Jesus with me and I actually recognized that and acknowledged that. Um, and eighth grade, it was, it was definitely awkward <laughs> going into eighth grade. Um, but, yeah, it maybe wasn't anything exceptional. Um, but my freshman year, um, (laughs) was particularly hard. This is when I met you, right? Yeah, you you met me... At the beginning. Yeah, you met me before I started, but yeah, it was like, (laughs) you met me a couple weeks before, I think, probably. August. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, so... I I won't I won't get into the specifics of the school or anything. If you know, you know, I guess. Oh well, yeah. But I I feel like this is a common experience that maybe it was more extreme in my case, but I feel like it was more I, extreme at that time. Sure. Um, <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just 
I don't want to diss anyone. Because <laughs> that's not the point of this. But, no, um, not. yeah, I just... Um, and I also don't want to get into the specifics of the school because I feel like okay, even sorry. if my experience was, like, more extreme, I feel like it's still a relatable and common thing for a lot of people, especially okay. um, for high schoolers who are yeah. living their faith, that it's, like, you're... Even if you're not running into the same problems, you're running into, like, similar problems or, like, just to a lesser extent, whatever. Okay. Anyways. Yeah, yeah. in high school, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of a relatable situation to be in, even, no, yeah, if, my, even if mine's kind of, like, dr- not dramatic and, like, I'm exaggerating it, but, like, it's kind of dramatic. Mine was kind of similar, but not as dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I went into high school. I... Um, at one school. At one school. That's more secular. Let's we'll say that. Yeah, I think that's a particular issue among like Catholic high school, like diocesan Catholic high schools. They're more secular. Um, well, I also learned this recently, but I guess there's not actually that many diocesan Catholic high schools because they're all run by orders. Yeah. But Jesuits, my, Ursulines. Yeah, but the school I'm at now is also like even less diocesan because we don't accept money from the church anyways okay. <laughs> anyways <laughs> you should cut that <laughs> unnecessary oh de- unnecessary details and i'm probably doxing myself to some extent um, <laughs> um i don't even know how to get into it but for being a catholic school it was just so extremely like not even like uncatholic but like anti-catholic mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. where i would like go into school every day and like there would be kids in the hallway just talking about like I don't like I don't even know but just like not even like quiet personal conversations but like to the entire hallway talking about how they hated people who were pro-life they hated people who whatever um just like a bunch of like I guess like social justice issues and things like, like that they took very but like positions that are like contrary to our faith yeah and um, they just took very radical stances yeah and they were very like open about this and it's like i don't have any like issue with people who <laughs> disagree yeah, with people, me because yeah. that's not like that's not the point of this but it's just like when because mm-hmm. like me and one of my friends noticed this issue and we're like uh, we went to this one club, it was called Social Justice Club, but it was, like, the point of this club was that um, you were able to advocate for, like, any cause that you were passionate about. Mm-hmm. Um, so we wanted to do, like, some pro-life events and just, like, get that out there. And they were, like, the teacher who ran that club was, like, okay, that's cool, um, but you have to, like, talk to these other people to, like, it was, like, the same general process as you had to do for any activity. But like, you have to talk to these people. You have to do this. And we're like, okay, cool. So <laughs> we would, like, go talk to those people um, and, like, the teachers that we were supposed to talk to for these things. Mm-hmm. And we were just straight up told to our face, you can't do, like, pro-life activities because it's too contrary. <laughs> to what? Or, like, it's – what was it? It was, like, too scandalous for the student body and – and things like that so it's like it was like super hard there um to like live my faith um and like they like actively like asked me to like stop posting pro-life things and stop posting on social media uh, yeah on on my own private private social media yeah that doesn't mention their school name anyway um and they asked me to stop 
posting pro-life things, stop posting, like, Catholic teaching, stop posting, like, conservative things, which I get separation of, like, politics and theological things. But there is also some kind of overlap with just, like, ethical things. Anyways. Who was telling you this? Um, like, profess- like teachers or, like, students? Yeah, teachers. Teachers? Yeah. How did they know you were posting stuff on social media? Were other students going to them? Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I would just ruined all of them. <laughs> um, Moved anyone from that school? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I, I did stop posting things on social media because I didn't want to be kicked out for some reason because I wanted to be able to transfer to wherever I wanted to transfer to, so mm-hmm. I didn't want to get kicked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But just, like, even still, it's, like, I've talked to so many people about this, and I think the kind of thing, like, the thing that I've, like, realized throughout that is just, like, even though I was, like, like, hated for my faith and just, like, for, like, the Bible verse that absolutely ruled that year for me was, like, John 15, 18, just, um... <laughs> yeah it's it just goes so hard but that's like that verses of this podcast y'all Woo. but that's yeah <laughs> i lived by that because <laughs> it's like i i was really sad <laughs> for a lot of it because it was like there was just so much more i wanted to do and it's like it just made me so sad to see so many people who were in a catholic school but like didn't know jesus mm-hmm. um didn't know like the love that he had for them uh and everything and it just like made me so sad but it's like there was like a significant portion where it's like in my study halls I would just sit there and like I couldn't even like do any homework I would just sit there and like read my bible and just pray because that was the only thing I could like do to get through my day um but it was like um (laughs) me and another friend we would have like um this little like quote-unquote club that every single morning um we would just pray before school and just like pray with each other and over each other um just for like the guidance of the holy spirit um to like just be with us (laughs) so that we could like mentally get through the day but also that we could be witnesses to the mission of jesus christ and to who he is and um to his love for everyone that it's like even if we weren't saying things that were like explicitly about Jesus or whatever that's like they would still through in, like talking to us be able to encounter his love yeah. <laughs> yeah. and that was really powerful for me for sure um because <laughs> like we would there was like these little tiny like study room kind of things and we would right before homeroom every morning we would just sit in there and just take like five minutes and just be like okay what's going on in our hearts what like what do we need prayers for like how do we need the holy spirit to like just help us get through um and that like that kept me going that like like refueled my soul every morning it was a really beautiful thing because it was like it was so simple but it was so necessary um but yeah, that was really awesome. And just like, even though I couldn't like outwardly like post all those things, but just like to my friends, it's like, just talk about Jesus and talk about like the things that I do. Like, oh yeah, I went to youth group this Sunday. Like yeah. oh, I did all these things. You should come to youth group. Like that would be so awesome mm-hmm. and things. And it's like, even if um, they don't say yes in that moment, it's 
like you can be planting seeds for them like 20 years in the future you know where it's like even if like they're like no that's stupid why would I go to youth group on a Sunday it's like oh you spent your study hall like reading your bible instead of doing your homework Mm -hmm. like um like that's weird why would I do that but it's like just being able to see like the way that things were different that it's like even though like that year sucked for me you know mm-hmm. um it was just I don't know there was a lot of grace in it for sure um because I'm so grateful um to be the, at the school I'm at now <laughs> it's a very small school um but like pretty much everyone is like faith faithful and like knows Jesus <laughs> in a personal way which is really beautiful um and it's like we pray before and after every class and we have mass multiple times a week it's awesome and we have morning prayer every morning um (laughs) um but it's like to some extent it's like harder to live my faith there because there's not like an active like opposition to it Mm -hmm. if that makes sense Mm -hmm. where it's like um it kind of makes me think of that quote like god doesn't call the qualified but he uh qualifies the called um where it's like (laughs) he gave me a reason and gave me opportunities to like um like spread the gospel and just be like a witness to who he is Mm -hmm. um and like he definitely made me holier to be able to do that Mm -hmm. um and I don't, I don't know that I maybe necessarily, like, changed anyone's life in doing that, but it's, like, I still pray that it's, like, there were seeds there that are being sown, and they, (laughs) I might never see the fruition of it, I might never hear of it, but, like, I pray that, like, there's something in there, again, even if it's 50 years down the line, that it's, like, somebody has another encounter, (laughs) like, with the Lord reaching out to them, and then, like, maybe remember something I said to them or something so it's like yeah. I think that might be a lot like a place of discouragement for a lot of people too where it's like they're not seeing any fruition oh, yeah. of the things that they're doing yeah that was the big thing for me um so it's like it's just hard to like continue to live the Christian life like in your school w- whether it's public or private or, like catholic or whatever um where it's, like, you're not seeing any fruits of it, so you just feel like what you're doing is, like, uh, futile. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's a lie yeah. um, from the enemy. And I don't know. <laughs> I just, well, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I think people need to hear that. Yeah, because it's, like, <laughs> yeah. it's so real that it's, like, because that's kind of, like, um, that was kind of the story of my life where it's, like, there's a lot of moments throughout my life but it's like it took me so long to actually encounter Jesus for myself Mm -hmm. um but it's like just looking back on my life as a whole it's like there were so many beautiful moments with the Lord I just didn't realize it um and it's like the Lord is very like purposeful in everything he does um, and the Lord is very purposeful with his timing. So it's like, maybe like the longer it takes for you to like actually realize that you're encountering the Lord, 
the better, you know, because then it's like you get to see how he's always been with you and that he's never forsaken you. It's like you just didn't realize that he was there the whole time mm-hmm. and things like that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but it was that's kind of that's like a really interesting thing for me is that it's like it was so much easier to like, I guess, like live my faith when I was being opposed for it, where it's like sometimes I really struggle like sophomore through senior year because it's like my faith is kind of given to me and I don't have to like work for it anymore which is there's a beauty in that too it's like having the opposite problem but it's like I think in my heart there's definitely like like the struggle is almost like harder just because it's so easy it seems so contrary I don't know but yeah um the Lord's been doing a lot in that too recently and just breaking down a lot of the lies and the walls that I've put up. Um, yeah. And just, like, so yeah. And just, like, even in, like, small things, just encountering me um, and just, like, showing me who he is over and over again because <laughs> I need to be re- reminded so many times. <laughs> um, yeah. But don't we all, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. 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 Yeah, of course. Okay, let's wrap it up with the humans. Okay, humans. It's late now. It's not really that late, but Nora's losing steam. Okay. (laughs) Hey, everyone. (laughs) Okay, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Fiat Podcast featuring just another Catholic girl. Um, This time we had Gracie and Lucas on. Shout out. Shore homeboy Lucas who left like 30 minutes ago. It's fine. Um, Let us know how. Well, well, yeah, let let us all know. Let us know how we can pray for you. Um, You can do that. I'll put a little chat box on my Instagram. (laughs) Gracie's thinking gang signs. I'll cut that out. (laughs) Gracie's not making gang signs. Um, And I will also put one on the Spotify whatever you know where you can ask questions where i can ask you questions so i'll put a how can i pray for you one of those just swipe if you're on spotify and if you're on apple sorry apple's not that cool yet but maybe one day you can go onto the instagram if you have instagram if not that's cool too okay anyways bye